What's good in the hood? This is The Drop with S.A. Doc. Today is March 14th, 2023. It is a Tuesday evening in Las Vegas. Bringing it to you live and direct. That's Cypress Hill song, right? When they have that sample in the background. Live and direct. Wreck, wreck. I think it's like one little, two little, three little putos try to jack me. That one. For a long time, I had no idea what that sample said, like in the background of that song. And it actually says live and direct, wreck, wreck, wreck. Live and direct, wreck. <laughs> Yeah, it took me like forever to... Oh, shit. We had a mini earthquake here. Live and direct. So, yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you all for for tuning in. Um, Today, I've got a special episode. um, You know, touching on on an important subject that, you know, it's important. It's something that, you know, at, at one point or another, we're all affected by by this or uh you know we have an encounter with uh, a member of law enforcement so this episode is called officer i need to speak to your manager (laughs) so i don't know if you've ever you know had an encounter where uh you actually had to uh you know ask for for that officer's uh supervisor right you see these these videos online all the time you have, uh, you know, the, these folks that'll post up somewhere, like in a public building, and they're recording, and they, they, they sort of bait these officers. <clears throat> you know, they'll sort of bait these officers to to come and approach them, right? And 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 they're, you know, they're dickheads on purpose. You know, again, they 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 want to go and prove that you know they have a, a right to be there, and you know, uh, it's their way of holding officers accountable. So, again, this uh, episode's called Officer, I Need to Speak to Your Manager. Because, <laughs> um, you know, at some point, you know, uh, you've been pulled over or, uh, you know, something's happened uh, to you where, you know, you were treated unfairly. This could have been because of the way you look. Could be your ethnicity. Could be your tattoos could be your bald head so either way you still have rights regardless of what you should be treated like a human being even when you're breaking the law (laughs) you know because mind you i've gotten in trouble and um even the times when i did something wrong there's really no need to be uncivil you know you're doing your job and i'm doing mine at that point, at that moment there's no need for us to be discourteous towards each other you know if i'm doing something wrong and you're gonna arrest me then by all means i mean you know it is what it is right that's what lawyers are for uh but there's no need for attitude and you know ego and it just it screams like immaturity So, um, you know, so in in a sense, we're talking about things that may lead to police brutality and excessive force. I mean, it's been a topic of discussion for many decades. Uh, 
In fact, the abuse of authority goes back thousands and thousands of years. But now, in modern society, where every human's rights are restricted or contained by the laws that govern us all, the keepers and upholders of these laws are the law enforcement officers who make the arrests, the lawmakers, and members of the local government who enforce the laws, like district attorneys, judges, and so on. So, in the United States, there's been a history of abuse of power by law enforcement, which has, up until recently, been, you know, the majority Caucasian officers. And hip-hop and the, the law enforcement have always been on opposing ends with rappers like N.W.A. making songs like Fuck the Police. Uh, Tupac, who shot two off-duty cops, who I think they, they, they were in the process of committing a crime. They were doing something. I forget exactly what. But Tupac actually shot two off-duty cops <laughs> and got away with it. <laughs> um, Tupac was a victim of violence himself. He was beaten by officers for jaywalking. He sued the city of Oakland for $10 million. And he uh, he won, I believe. I think he won more than $10 million. But, you know, here we are in 2023 and still seeing the abuse of power from law enforcement. Now, with the ease of recording devices and cell phones, you can find videos throughout the Internet of encounters with police you know, during routine traffic stops. And you see these videos all the time, right? Um, you can have a dash cam. Um, you know, they've also got the body cams, right? And I think, you know, those things make it so, you know, there's um, less room for, for bullshit about what actually happened you know so um i was recently pulled over <laughs> and it's been a long time for me i think you know the last time that i got a ticket was probably six years ago okay <laughs> and it was a speed trap and um if you live in las vegas this was on civic center in lake mead so uh, I was crossing, uh, I was on Civic Center, I'm heading northbound, I have my son in the car, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm crossing uh, Lake Mead, and I think I, I, I kind of sort of took, <laughs> took the red, <laughs> and, um, and there was a motorcycle cop, you know, hidden, hidden like behind a tree or something, he came out of nowhere, and, uh, and he stopped me, and he was very polite. You know, he's like, okay, well, you know, you, you were speeding and you, you took that red, right? I'm like, yeah, like, uh, I, I believe I'm, I, I may have, I'm not sure, <laughs> but write me the ticket and I'll go to court and pay it. And, you know, just need to get to my son's, uh, mariachi recital. So just give me the ticket. Let me be on my way. <laughs> uh, but you know, very pleasant interaction, you know, he got his ticket or whatnot. Um, but you know, so I, I, I was pulled over last week. Um, I, I just got a new car and I have to wait. I got a DMV appointment. 
to get my license plates, right? So I'm driving all over town with no plates. Um, but I have a, um, I got a permit on my car, right? So if you got a permit, you, you get the little permit and you put it on your, your windshield, like on the lower right hand side, the ticket says, right? The little piece of paper it says uh, to place it on the lower right hand side of the car and uh, make sure you got insurance and you can drive, right? So, you know, I'm exercising my privilege. Hey, I followed the steps, right? I have insurance. I am compliant. I should be able to drive, right? It's not like I'm out committing crimes at that particular moment, right? And if I am, then you don't know that, <laughs> right? Uh, for you to treat me as such, be cordial, you know, just shows a lack of your investigative skills, you know, when when you're unprofessional like that. I think if you... Um, you know, if you truly are, are good at your job and you're good at investigating, you don't have that frustration <laughs> as an officer of the law, right? You, sh you should operate with more confidence about what you're doing. So, um, so I got pulled over, right? And, you know, the cop, you know, almost felt bad about pulling me over. And he's like, well, you know, you don't have plates. I'm like, I know, I just, you know. I just got the car. I'm waiting for my appointment. Uh, you know, here's my license. Here's my insurance. Um, you know, do what you got to do, right? So he's got to go back there. He's got to run my name. He's got to check the VIN on the car. You know, check, make sure it's got insurance. Uh, checks a little, you know, little tag on the car. Uh, and then he uh, he lets me go. Now, this officer was a, a, a younger Caucasian white officer, right? And uh, so he gives me he gives me back my information and, and he's like, OK, well, you know, thank you. You know, just make sure you, you get the car insured, you know, when when you got your or you get your car registered when you get your appointment. Right. I'm like, OK, bet. And uh, and I'm on my way. <laughs> so um, the next day. Now, mind you, you know, I'm doing quite a bit of driving all over town and, I, and I'm not getting pulled over. So I'm actually quite surprised that I'm pretty much driving everywhere and, you know, knock on wood, <laughs> I'm not being pulled over. Right. And the car's got tinted windows, so you can't see the permit from the back. So if you if you're to pull me over and you're behind me, you can't see if there's any sort of permit on the on the windshield. Right. So it's a total mystery. You know, is the car stolen? Who's in the car? I don't know. So, again, I, I got pulled over the day after that. Now, this was a totally different experience. So um, the guy exits the car, right? Because I'm looking at my rear view. As soon as I pull over, I turn the car off. My hands are on the steering wheel. And I'm paying attention to everything that's going on because I don't trust these motherfuckers. <laughs> right. Um, so and again, there's no reason for you to act out of character, right, or be rude or not cordial. Uh, but you have to know what to do. Uh, and you should teach this to your children. So uh, so I have my hands on the steering wheel and I'm waiting for the officer to, to come up. Right. So, uh, and I can see him nervously walking towards the car, 
okay? And they do this thing where they touch the car when they when it when they're approaching you. And there there's a reason for it. And I don't know what it is. If you know, let me know. Send me a message. <laughs> but there's a reason why they I guess touch the car, right? There's some kind of purpose for it. Um, but here he is, and he's walking very nervously towards the car. I don't know what this cop is thinking, okay? And it's just me in the car. There's like nothing going on. I'm on my way home. Okay, so uh, so he asks for my information. I give it to him, you know? And and then he starts asking. He's like, hey, uh, have you ever been arrested for anything? Hmm. <laughs> you know, um, so immediately i'm like hey you know i don't owe this the the city anything <laughs> you know i i have paid all my debts to society and i think that was my 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 response right it's basically saying hey you know i'm not fuck you i'm not telling you shit you know you have no no reason to be questioning me right so instead of you know me being all anal about it i just you know just let them know hey all my debts to society have been paid, and um, he didn't. He didn't respond. He had really no nothing to say about it. It was his little attempt to, you know, try to probe and get more information. Again, I don't know what the hell this cop's thinking, pulling me over. But he's got a lot on his mind. You know, there's definitely some stuff happening in his head. <laughs> so, um, so I, I give my information. I'm letting him know, hey, you know, the car's not registered yet. I got a permit you know it's on the window it's, there it is he goes around the car he looks at the vin he looks at the permit uh give him my insurance give him my uh my id he goes back to his car now the way that he walks back to his car it's like nervously right and he says keep your hands on the steering wheel <laughs> like okay well they were on there already so um what if i need to scratch my balls officer you know that permission to scratch my balls in your presence. Um, so, but I see him walking back to his SUV and he's walking backwards, right? He's got eyes on the car and he's walking backwards, right? And you kind of see him stumbling and the way that he, he was walking, right? Uh, he was like moving side to side, just like an iguana, <laughs> You know, the ones that like open their arms out and they have wings and shouldn't fly. But, you know, he's doing this like side motion, you know, like, as he's walking backwards. So I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? You know, now I'm worried. So, um, so after a while, I, I, I see that there's another cop that shows up and it's, um, so th this cop, by the way, he, he, he looked Asian, he like an Asian guy with like a goatee, you know, uh, probably mid twenties, maybe early thirties. Um, so, uh, I see him, you know, he goes back there for a while. He's checking my ID or whatnot. And, uh, another officer shows up and it's like a tall white guy, right? I don't know why I'm assuming that's a supervisor. <laughs> How racist of me, right? Um, cause who knows? It could have been the other way around, but I doubt it. Um, the reason why I have a reason for doubting it, by the way, it has nothing to do with looks. So, uh, so they talk for a quick minute and he comes back to the car and he says some stupid shit. He says, Hey, it's your lucky day. I've got another call 
so you're you're free to go. <laughs> it's like a line off a movie, right? <laughs> and um, me being the asshole that I am, right? I can't just let it go. <laughs> so I'm like, well, wouldn't I be free to leave anyways? He said, hey, you're, boy, if you're going to argue with me. I'm like, well, you know, I'm trying to understand exactly what you're saying because I want to make sure that I'm compliant and that I'm doing the right thing. So exactly why would I not be able to drive off? You know, so now I guess this guy's got to go, right? He's got to call. And and we're sitting there arguing. <laughs> You know, and he says, well, you know, I'd give you a ticket for not having any registration. I'm like, yeah, but I've got a permit. He goes, well, you didn't tell me that. You're supposed to take it off and and show it to me. Does it come off the window? I'm like, no, man, it's taped on there pretty well. I'm like, do you want me to take it off? You know, can you just go around and like look at it and make sure it's valid, you know? Again, I just want to make sure that I'm compliant. I'm not, you know, I don't want to get into any trouble here. And the guy's just distraught, and I swear he was going to blow a fuse. <laughs> you know, and uh, he just lets it go, and he leaves. You know, but my concern was like, okay, you know, was this motherfucker really sitting there thinking that he was going to let me go? And then so what? The next time that he sees me driving down the street, he's going to try to pull me over again and fuck with me right? It's like, no, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to figure this shit out right now. Um, and if I'm doing something wrong, then you fucking give me a ticket, right? If you're going to give me a ticket, um, because I I happen to call you out on some stupid shit, right? It's, you can see it on your cam, man, you know? So if you feel stupid, if I made you look stupid, um, there's other ways to, to handle it because I was right, you know? So just because you have, you know, you're wearing that badge, man, you know, and and again, I'm not defying your authority, but your authority should also, uh, come from, from doing the right thing and saying the right thing and treating people with respect. So, um, so that's, you know, that that's my story. And I say that because at the end of the day, out of that argument, right, I could have got a ticket. I mean, the guy could have been an asshole. He could have found a way to, you know, give me a ticket. I think you can get a ticket for like hanging shit off of your rear view mirror. And I have these little boxing gloves <laughs> that I've hung up there. So if I were him, Right. And I want to put asshole me in check. Right. For talking back instead of saying some shit like you're not supposed to have the permit on your window, which you are. It says it on the damn permit. It says exactly where it's supposed to go. And this fucking guy literally said, no, you're supposed to have it in your pocket. You're supposed to hand it to me (laughs) when I ask for it. So, you know, once you're saying shit like that, I know you have like, you, you've just completely lost your fucking cool. You're probably triggered now and you're just trying to maintain authority and you'll fucking say anything 
to to try to keep your sense of authority. Now I'm thinking like this guy's, you know, I'm fucking with self-esteem probably. Um, Not on purpose, by the way. That was not my intention. But this fucking guy was like an ego fucking maniac. And that's not my fucking fault. Again, he's working. I'm not. I'm driving. You know, so why are you fucking with me? Um, so, but he could have said something like, well, those little gloves you've got <laughs> on your windshield, you know, that's a violation. It obstructs your fucking view. And I'm going to write you a fucking ticket, asshole. Right. But it would have been based on something true on something real, right? Not you becoming a four-year-old and just, you know, like, you know, just with back and forth bickering. Like, you know, no, I'm not. Yes, you are, right? No, I'm not doing anything wrong. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. What am I doing wrong? Ah, you're doing that wrong. (laughs) Just like saying it. It's like a, a... Two five-year-olds going going at it. What does that say about me? But, you know, the thing is, if if the officer wouldn't have left, right, and if he would have decided to escalate, because obviously the guy was heated, I don't know what the hell's going on in that guy's life. I don't know what his last call was like. He could have just had a really bad call. But that's not my fucking fault, okay? Because you don't know what I just went through, Okay? Or I could be driving back from from a funeral. You have no fucking idea. Right? So be professional. So if I'm doing something wrong, I want to know exactly what it is that I'm doing wrong. So let's address it. Let me speak to your supervisor. Call a supervisor over here. That's exactly what would have happened if he didn't have to, you know, rush off on his call. Right? Because I don't want to feel like there's some kind of unfinished business. Okay, I want to get this shit clear. Let's clear it up right now. If that, you know, sticker is not supposed to be on the window that way, then you fucking tell me where it's supposed to go. Okay, so I can fix it. And write me the ticket if you're going to write me the fucking ticket. What I don't need is your fucking attitude. It's really unnecessary. So, write me the ticket and let me fucking go about my business. You're not doing me any fucking favors. <laughs> you know, the, these are people with poor boundaries. And um and it's uh it's dangerous. You know, it's uh it's it's very dangerous. Um So, um I I wanted to talk about you know, and kind of skipping past my, <laughs> my, my story about, you know, getting pulled over by a Mr. Immature, you know, cop, you know, why, why it's important to, to, to address it. It's because, you know, guys like that give cops a bad name, you know, because obviously the guy was scared scared people are dangerous people especially if they have authority and and they have a gun so you know they 
I don't want to get too much into, you know, my thoughts on on hiring police officers with PTSD or with unresolved mental health issues just because there's a shortage in in hiring police officers. You know, because these folks are stressed, they're they're working long hours and they have guns. Okay, so if you're overstressed, you have PTSD and you know that you're going to overreact. This is not the best line of work for you to be in. You're better off making hamburgers. You know, at the very least, you'll fuck up somebody's order and spit in somebody's food if they trigger you. (laughs) But um, in October of last year in San Antonio, In the parking lot of a McDonald's, 17-year-old Eric Cantu was in the parking lot with a girl enjoying a burger when Officer James Brennan walked up to the car and opened the door, yelling at Eric to get out of the car, never announcing himself as a police officer. The car was in neutral and it started to slide backwards. When that happened, Officer Brennan reported that the door may have clipped his arm or his hand and immediately began firing shots. Eric, afraid for his life, drove off. Brennan fired five more shots for a total of 10 rounds into Eric's vehicle, hitting him multiple times. Eric almost died from his wounds. He spent two months in a coma and by a miracle survived. Brennan, when questioned, said Eric's car looked like one that had evaded him a few days ago and that he believed that that car was stolen. It was not. So this is a perfect example of an officer by his own paranoid thinking led himself to break the same laws that he was hired to uphold, which led him to getting fired and charged with two counts of aggravated assault. Officers like this have to be identified And held accountable and corrected before tragedies like this happen. Officers who operate without any common sense or regard for human life are psychopaths with a badge. You have to complain if your rights have been violated. If an officer makes a threat that's unwarranted... The officer needs corrective action to change his or her behavior and just maybe save the life of a human being who would otherwise be at the receiving end of an officer's bullets. And this is why the community doesn't trust law enforcement. I encourage members of law enforcement to also stand up for the community to which they serve.
If you hate your job, fucking quit. Stop killing innocent people. Because the next time an officer with unchecked PTSD overreacts and shoots an innocent person that could be a member of your own family. This is an issue that affects us all as a community. I want to feel comfortable driving through my city with all due respect. You know, without any of you interfering with my day. (laughs) I want to feel comfortable driving through my city with all due respect, without any of you interfering with my day. Because honestly, you just don't have the fucking right to do so. Being schooled by a citizen on the legal requirements to operation of a vehicle on the city streets should elicit some shame and a a bit of a hit to your ego, Mr. Officer. But under no circumstances gives you the right to interfere with my freedom. And I'm going a bit off subject in saying the following. But a lot of Mexicanos or Latinos don't feel entitled to feel free in this country. We try to fly under the radar and conform. But guess what? You have a right to feel free while you're walking down the street or driving in your vehicle. Unless you have a bunch of drugs in your car. (laughs) But that's another story. But I say this to all my Latinos living in the United States. Your parents didn't come here for us to be docile and to remain segregated. You should integrate into society. Instead of, you know, staying behind the scenes to not rock the boat and just settle for what you can get. This is your country. This is my country. No one can take that away from you, even if they try. You matter. We matter. Get educated and let your voice be heard. We are not only members of society. We are society. Make the government work for you. Because you already work for the government. And you don't even know it. You pay taxes. And even when they lock you up, they're profiting from you. So get educated. Let your voice be heard. Take action. United we stand, divided we fall. Let's hold these folks accountable. That's how you fight. Thank you for listening. This is The Drop with S.A. Doc. Follow me on Instagram, S.A. underscore Docwell or S.A. Doc on TikTok. Hit me up, contact at S.A. Doc.com. Find me on YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe, and I'm out. Peace.